Hi, I'm Laura. Hey, I'm Stefan, and you're listening to Attributed, a podcast library by Dream Data. The purpose of it is to store and share all the knowledge that we have gathered across Dream Data employees through our LinkedIn Lives, podcasts, and webinars. The typical topics you'll find here can be stuff like marketing, sales, B2B ads, operations, social selling, maybe. Hello, everyone. Hello. Sander. <laughs> we, Sander and I just talked about, or I suggested and Sander suggests, why don't we just explain people how we use Reveal ourselves, our new product that actually has a strong marketing use case, but I probably an equally strong use case for uh, sales teams as well. And uh, Sander is leading our EU, or what did you call it, EMEA sales team. And he'll show us some of the methods they use to, to operate the product. But uh, Sander, maybe just for those few people in the world that didn't see the, the, the launch of Dream Data Reveal, how how do you present this when you're you're speaking to a, a customer for the first time about it? So I think, first of all, it's a new type of report or feature that I am genuinely excited about. I'm also excited about all the nice marketing features that we're adding. But I think this is the first time where I feel like we now have a report that's kind of created for my use cases too. So how we talk about this is that we're collecting a lot of data on the customer journeys, and we're now collecting engagement data, intent data from LinkedIn together with the accounts that are visiting your website and also activities from intent sources like D2 into one place. So when it comes to kind of understanding the intent of accounts and companies, I think this is quite a unique cross-channel view that gives you a, an even better understanding of how much intent accounts are, are showing. Yeah, I think that's that's probably what differentiates it quite a bit from people are quite used to by now to having reverse lookup of, of IP addresses or IP to company resolutions. And people have their G2 and people have their LinkedIn ads but Dream that is Reveal aggregates all that intent together into one list, and you can see who's who's heating up and ready to buy. I think we'll, as, as something quite a bit different from what, how we normally do these lives, we'll do a lot of live uh, product demo. So if there's anything particularly you want to see inside of the Dream that a Reveal report, you can just ask us as well. But otherwise, we'll just uh, start getting ahead with it. I think we've prepped uh, five or six uh, different uh, use cases for the, the reveal report, but we'll probably come up with more uh, as we go along. But approximately five different uh, use cases or tactics is what we, we plan to walk you through. Good. So, Sander, I have just arrived to the quite famous Pied Piper demo account of, uh, of Dream Data. Now, what are we looking at here, Sander? So this is essentially a full list of accounts that have had activities in the last 30 days. What we're aggregating here is accounts with activities from the CRM, from the website, from LinkedIn, from G2 into one place. So this is kind of the rough report that we're looking at. And right now we are sorting it based on recent activities and kind of ranking it based on how engaged the accounts are. What is the first activity you would do here for, for yourself? I think you could maybe take a funnel approach to this and maybe start from the top of funnel from a, a sales perspective. Mm. And that could be trying to uh, identify accounts that you could do outreach to with them being, you know, 
having shown interest in, 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 in dream data or your solution or your brand to kind of increase the likelihood of them actually being interested in, in the message that you, uh, that you have for them. Yeah. How would you do it? So let's take an example of me wanting to build a prospecting list based on accounts that have shown intent, but they need to be the right types of accounts. We talk a lot about ideal customer profiles, something that <clears throat> Stefan works with, and that's also something that, uh, that we need to match our outreach to. So the first thing I would do here is that I would start adding different criteria for the types of accounts that I want to see in this list. The first one could be setting an industry filter. And here we know that we do want to talk and pitch to software and services companies, but you could have multiple types of industries that are relevant to, to look at here. I'm just going to select this one and apply. And for each of these filters that I add on, the list is going to kind of be narrowed down. Here, I could also specify that I might want to look at specific sizes of companies. So we're enriching this information with verticals around how many employees do they have, what is the revenue, and so on, meaning that you can actually you know, generate a quite targeted list based on the definitions that you want to have in here. For now, for me, this is fine. But I also might want to combine this with what is the status of this account in my CRM system. So what we can see now is that we have row we're actually showing if this account is already in our CRM system. And we're also showing if this account already has uh, or have an account owner. I might want to focus my prospecting on the accounts that isn't already being worked on by some of my colleagues. So what I can do now is I can add another filter and say, actually show me the companies that doesn't have an account owner. So now we went from 121 accounts down to 76. So I think this gives you an idea that, you know, you can continuously kind of narrow down this list based on how many filters that you want to apply on it, but it should enable you to get an overview of an account that you absolutely should be reaching out to. So it's not like a spray and pray method, but it's actually uh, doing it to accounts that have already shown engagement and intent. Yeah, and you can, I, you can hit the engagement score here as well to, to filter the list. So those that are most active come out on top. And then I guess from here, you'd either, if it's yourself who have to do the outreach, you, you have the names here. Otherwise, you can click to have a direct link to the filtering, or you can download the list as a CSV and give to the BDR team or AE team for them to, to start outreaching. I think for, for us as a sales team, we use uh, Apollo uh, as kind of a sales enablement tool. It's very easy to just upload a list of accounts. If you have a predefined buyer persona, it's quite easy to also get information on the people that you want to reach out to. Yes, super nice. So that was tactic one. What should we call it? Outbound lists <laughs> for, uh, how, how would you call it? Yeah, I would say like the, the initial part of the prospecting and uh, kind of outreach of the sales process. Pretty cool. I think I feel like I'm showing my favorite uh, use case. So I'll, I'll share my screen again here. And the reason why, there's probably a couple of reasons why I find that super interesting is that I'll actually go into the content analytics section just for a little while to say why I'm doing what I'm doing. So inside of content analytics in Dream Data, you're able to isolate the business results you have achieved in a certain time period. And then take a look at what was actually the content that accounts that bought from us consumed. So that means that you'll be able to pull up a list here where we can see what URLs is it that matter when, when people buy. 
just give it a little bit of time to, to refresh while I head over to the, the reveal tab here. So one of the things I know works extremely well for us is when people have reached our pricing page. That's not surprising. <laughs> so I'll type in the pricing page here. And you can see right now there's 1,300 accounts. If I insist on them having been on our pricing page, there's only 228 of them. But these 228 actually looked at our pricing page. I also know that it's really good if people book, what's it called? Is it called book a demo? Then here it's called request demo. That's the name. Okay. Here we go. So these are two quite strong signals of, of accounts that looks like they're heating up to, to have a sales conversation with us. And again, here, um, as a marketer, I'll be thinking, hmm, can I somewhat support the sales team here in getting them pushed across the line? One thing is I can I can download here the, the CSV. And then a tool like uh, LinkedIn has a functionality called uh, matched audiences, where you can upload the CSV file back to and ask LinkedIn to create an audience of these accounts and only these accounts, and then make sure we run ads towards people that works in the right functions for us. So hopefully, as a marketer, that can help them push them across the line to real sales conversations again. Now we actually have this content analytics loaded here. So now we can see, uh, we can pull up a list of what are the pages, I would say even just purely on our domain or, um, or on our marketing website that people look at as they buy. So you can filter the list. The quite fantastic thing here is that it works across web sources. So it might be your app, it might be your documentation help center, it might be your marketing website or whatever. But what you see here is, for example, the pricing page extremely high when people buy from us, request demo extremely high. I might actually add sign up for free to the bucket as well. and. The last thing we could add uh, could be the community page. So I need to add sign up free and community to like just make my list a little bit more complete. Sign free. So now I have a list of the most high intent uh, pages we have on our website and all the accounts that has actually visited our website. That's, you know, <laughs> talk about what's worth spending your time on. It's yeah. those accounts. Ms. Sandra, maybe you can talk us through. So we have in CRM and has an account owner. Uh, now on this demo account, the in CRM it has a, a, an quite a, high a, a higher coverage. number. It's not so when we ran the stats on all our customers, it said that 59% of accounts were in people's CRM system, meaning 41% were not in the CRM. And only half of the accounts actually had an account owner. So that means that there's a massive amounts of accounts that are not in the CRM or has an account owner. So there's a big untapped potential for, uh, for salespeople too in, in knowing about these accounts. I think just one last note on the on kind of the prospecting side. Um, so I think one of the superpowers that I feel like Dream Data gives salespeople is actually seeing all the marketing touch points or what has happened in a customer journey. And for each of these accounts, I mean, it's clickable. So you could go into a specific account and then see what are the exact touches or engagements they've had over the last 30 days, 60 days, or before that. 
So I think that can also mean that you can tailor your message and your approach based on the pages that they've actually viewed on your website or the campaigns that they have engaged with. Yeah, let, let's try and click one and uh, show people how it looks. So now we go from this intent perspective into the, the individual account. So when you prep for a meeting, how do you then use this, this customer journey map? Both in terms of prepping for meetings or, you know, targeting accounts that you want to do outreach to. I think it's always interesting understanding, you know, the different touch points that they've had, if that's on the website or if it's, let's say, a Google search campaign that they've engaged with. What were the keywords they used when they uh, looked for, for that specific landing page? Because it gives you an understanding of how can I actually tailor my outreach to kind of match the interest of, of this person. And I just from previous jobs, like, you know, I would never even be close to knowing this about the, uh, the customer journeys. Um, and I think it, it helps a lot. Yeah, just to explain people what you see here, it's also kind of a, a representation of what Dream Data do on a, on a micro perspective, meaning that we have every single account in the data model. And then any given touch point we know of the account gets mapped into this customer journey. So no matter if it's just one person or 10 people, or in this case, 55 people involved in the account, you'll be able to pull all of them up on a map to try to understand what did we know, for example, at the point of time when they bought, uh, like I selected the state new business here. So these were kind of the touches that were involved as we bought. You can see here also that there's emails, there's meetings, which is not a web-based tracking, but it's because we get that out of the CRM system as well. So as you sit there prepping for a meeting, you can know exactly the path that the accounts took before they ended up on this, for example, sales meeting or demo call with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, so my idea here was that, you know, now we've showcased kind of a top of funnel use case for, for sales, but this also kind of spans further into the funnel. And one of the other use cases that I think is quite interesting is it's notoriously hard for AEs to correctly forecast whether or not a deal opportunity is actually good or something that might close. can be very hard and usually it's down to a gut feel um, <laughs> of you saying that. One of the things that I think is great about Reveal is that it's quite a good sanity check for forecasting. So the report that I want to build now is based upon the actual deals and opportunities that we have in the pipeline. And then it's looking at the engagement on those specific opportunities. In Dream Data, we have a, kind of a regional split between different uh, sales teams. So what I might want to do first is to focus on the uh, accounts that we own in, in my team. So what I can do now is I can uh, select the specific AEs. So I'm going to select these three. And then I can add another filter of saying, you know, this account should have reached a specific stage in our CRM system. And stage here would be a funnel outcome or a stage in a pipeline. So I can specify that this account should have reached an SQL stage as the latest stage. So I don't want to see if they progressed on to becoming a closed one or lost deal, but SQL or pipeline insert should be kind of the last thing that happened on this account. So when we sit in our kind of internal sales meetings, talking around whether or not we want to forecast deals or not, I use the engagement score here to kind of you know, do a sanity check. So for example, if we're 
talking about uh, this account and we can see, well, there's a massive drop off in terms of the engagements that we're seeing from this prospect. If we have a person saying, well, I'm 100% sure that this account closes, well, maybe there's something mm -hmm. that we are missing from, from that view, right? So I use the engagement score also to identify accounts that we need to, you know, take an extra look at to kind of understand why is this trend happening? Super nice. Actually, yeah, I started recalling another use case that I maybe more from a, a marketing point of view care a lot about. And that is actually the only way for, for my marketing to have a, or our marketing to have a positive return on ad spend or return on investment is that if salespeople actually work on the accounts that, that show intent. And that is, to me, that is truly expressed here, whether have we assigned account owners to the accounts or not. And we don't have to assign account owners to all accounts. But again, if we go a little bit by the narrative of trying to make sure that at least the ideal customers, they do have an account owner, I can uh, select here what is the size of companies we want to deal with, say 250 to maybe 10,000. So that is kind of the ideal size of our customers. And it's actually not looking too good here because only 37% of the, the right size uh, of accounts right now are actually being chased by the sales team. So I might need to go and ask the, the sales team, what are you guys doing? Why are you not speaking <laughs> to these people? Because they fit the right criteria, but no one is actually actively working on it. Let's maybe just play a bit more around the filters here. So it could also be that you could imagine saying, hey, we ran this big Black Friday campaign. You'd actually be able to say, let me isolate that Black Friday campaign and see how many accounts did that actually push to come to our website. It could also be if we've had a webinar or a physical event, yeah. we could actually see the engagement of those accounts afterwards. I want to write Saster here. Yeah. So our sales team were in Saster in, when was that? Just a month couple, ago? Yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks back. So we can so. see, I guess, where some of the demo data is coming from. But over oh, the last seven days, it's fallen off the radar. But it's actually a really good point, Sander, to see whether the where you had a spark, whether they then continue their interest or not. You know, on, on normal bigger accounts, you can go extremely granular. You can go by industry, country, annual revenue, whether they've reached stages or not. I think a quick one I normally do is this kind of if whether to sort by, I want to see the accounts that doesn't have an account owner. And I want to study why, why are we not working on these accounts, either from the sales team or, or, or from a marketing perspective? I think um, in this demo account, we are limited by the stage models that we have. I think uh, one other use case that we have in the sales team is um, looking at closed loss deals yeah. to kind of reveal if they're getting back and showing engagement and intent with us. How would you show that here? I think it's, it's difficult in the demo account. So what we typically see for our customers is that they will also have a stage model for mm. the closed loss deals. So similar to having closed one, they will also have closed loss. So what you would be able to see there is kind of show me the accounts that we've had a sales opportunity with, but we closed loss them. Then we can see those specific accounts and again, see if there's an engagement, is it upwards trending? What are, are they doing? Because I think part of the sales process is that you have, you know, you revisit lost deals on a kind of a regular kind of schedule, but again, it's like, it's not very targeted. And this is a great way to kind of see 
are there any lost loves that you could uh, you know reach out to that are actually checking out uh, your solution once once more actually this also inspires me a bit to say like if we need to impact revenue right now there's probably in this view here that you can either look at those that have uh, reached mql stage and then are now uh, lurking around your entities yeah. are there any of those that look to to be heating up or the, the negative side of the story any of the ones that are like really close to buying that has gone completely cold and not moving in the sales pipeline anymore a few last things maybe to show i just wanted to show you this uh, on our blog you'd find this blog post called five use cases for dream that reveal i think we've walked through most of them but as a recap of what we've we've talked about here you can just head into the to the blog to find them and then you can use them on your own company i think that's pretty much what we wanted to show you right now if you start using Dream Data Reveal, like us, or in different ways, then do reach out and tell us. It's super interesting to know. And you can say, by no regards do we ever consider any product to be completely done. So if you spot something we could do differently, then our, our product team will be, be very happy to, to know as well. And I think uh, if you're not already on Dream Data and you want to try this out, it's actually part of uh, our free offering. So I think that, that might be <laughs> an important thing to know. <laughs> yeah. Install the, the tracking script and it works. That's it. But uh, yeah, thank you so much, guys, for, for listening to us. And uh, yeah, hopefully it was educational for you. Have a great day. Bye. We hope you like listening to us. Subscribe to our podcast and the ones that we have been guests on. And if you have any feedback for us, uh, just do let us know. And should there be a guest that you think we should be talking to, then like pitch us. We're looking forward to seeing you.